This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good evening, dummies. Yes, I called you dummies. Please don't take offense. Dummies is actually an acronym for Don't Unfriend Me. My name is Matthew Spear. It is episode 280 tonight. Very excited to bring it to you. What is Don't Unfriend Me? Well, like I told you, my name is Matt Spear. I created Don't Unfriend Me about a year ago. Since then, we have 57,000 followers on Facebook. It is growing every single day, and we are darn proud of it. Where can you find me? Don'tunfriendme.com. You can find T-shirts and all the broadcasts of where I'm at. Podcasts, YouTube, st- uh, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, just about everywhere. How do you find my social handle? It is at Don't Unfriend Me Show. You can find me just about everywhere. Put that in the Google, and you'll be able to find me tonight. We are talking about some strange thing that's been going on: is that we've been seeing this degeneration of respect from liberals. And it's been now talking about our religion or how we believe in the Second Amendment or the Constitution or we have questions about certain things. All of this creates a lot of dissension between both parties. We're going to talk about it tonight. We're going to delve into it. Stick with me. You can fast forward to this number right here if you want to get past the intro. But I will tell you, it's good music. So give it a chance. I'll be right back. Navy veteran Matt Spear presents Don't Unfriend Me. Brutally honest. Experience matters. Facts, not feelings. To the point. And always direct. No safe spaces. You can agree or disagree. You can love him. You can hate him. Just don't unfriend him sit back relax don't unfriend me starts right now once again thank you for stopping by share like and subscribe we've got quite a few people watching let's get to it long before you take this cowboy's hat i received an email today and the question just floored me at the sheer ignorance of it all i will address that soonest but first let's address the topic Have you ever watched movies and TV? What is your impression of the rural American? Probably a dirty, ignorant, uncultured individual who may be a bit racist, or they're sweet and wise in their own way, but still ignorant and probably has prejudice against people that don't share their culture. Guess who makes movies and TV shows? Liberals, and more so progressives. Being a Southerner mentality with a Yankee heritage and having lived in every social environment available, I have noticed that there is a bit of an attitude of superiority that urbanites have over their less per square mile population density cousins. And woe be unto them for such an attitude. Now turn on the news. Any news. PBS to Fox, CNN to the local broadcast. What do you see? Every night, 
gun violence, poverty, slums, big businesses, squashing the little guy, debt, graft, and pollution. Where is all this horrible stuff? The city. Who runs the cities? Democrats. And while we aren't immune to these problems and have a bunch of our own, it isn't on the magnitude of the city level. So why would I vote for these people who run these cities and make entertainment that belittles me and my friends and family? Finally, why are we different? We do have different values and issues. The Democratic Party fails to address these problems with solutions that make sense. I live in a rich neighborhood in my area. The most expensive home is about 800 k It's a five-bedroom, four-bath, three-story home on two acres of land on a lake. Two of the bedrooms are master suites and has two ovens and eight seats in the island kitchen. It's an open floor plan but separated formal dining room. It's a small mansion. It would be in the millions anywhere near the city. And the guy who owns it is a roofer. They are plumbers and welders and electricians and machinists and HVAC techs. When you say you want free college, they wonder why. Their kids either followed in their footsteps or went on to other professions. And either way, they paid their own way to college. Guess which path has the kids doing the best? You want single-payer health care? So does a lot of rural folks. But the sacrifice is too much. Rural folks tend to have a network of health care providers outside the insurance system. Employer-provided health care isn't as prevalent. And for more than 90% of the needs, direct pay makes more sense. Most of our health-related issues are products of eating too much food that tastes too darn good, drinking like a country song, and maybe even using too much tobacco as possible. We share a lot of your concerns about the environment. We actually use the environment. We get food out of it. Ironically, it's some of the healthiest stuff we eat. We play in it, and we make our living off of it. We find it odd that city folks who surround themselves with concrete and steel ride around in buses and cars and planes and have little in the way of real survival skills in the wilderness and can't even grow a houseplant. And they feel the need to talk to us about the environment. Of course, we have guns, huge, ridiculous amounts of guns. I have an arsenal of firepower that rival a lot of law enforcement agencies. I know a guy who has specific guns for specific animals. And I love to shoot targets, and so do all my neighbors. I have had the opportunity to shoot all nature of guns, and it's just fun. Otherwise, we don't have gun violence. We have gun everything else, but not much in the way of shooting each other. We tend to run Christian. This isn't all bad. A lot of the good things that cities have going for them are social services. We just don't have the resources or the need for extensive social services. Churches and other local charitable organizations tend to fill those roles pretty darn well for us. So while there are plenty of people taking the faith out of what it should be, it isn't all that bad. Abortion is a touchy subject. Nobody has a good answer. Minimum wage is not a good thing to us. Not many folks work for that little out here. And the ones who dare are kids, full-time parents, or old people. They aren't looking for living wage, and $15 an hour would kill our $10 an hour cost of living economy. Plus, if you live in that sweet spot out here, you can commute to a city job that pays a ton because it's expensive. And you can make bake if you want to. And you can underbid your competitors. Even the cost of travel doesn't cost as much for us. 
So we vote GOP because they address our concerns better than the urban-centric Democrat. And this is a good thing. It keeps us from getting screwed over with all of your good intentions. Values and optics, plainly and simply, are also a huge part. The things that matter to rural people are not the same as the things that matter to urban people. And the ways that urban people tend to present their arguments are condescending, insulting, and obnoxious. This is true for almost everything, but I'll highlight two of the hot-button issues. Guns we already talked about. If you live in a big city, you probably don't feel you need a gun. Police response times are likely short. Shooting opportunities are likely limited. And wildlife is no factor. And even safe storage is more complex. I wouldn't even feel good about leaving a gun in my car all day in an urban environment. In the country, it's fine. If you're a city dweller and someone is using a semi-automatic rifle or a large caliber bolt-action rifle near you, you're either at a gun range or something extraordinary is going on. If you're a rancher who lives somewhere with invasive and dangerous animals, hogs, coyotes, etc., you may need that rifle to protect yourself and your property. For many rural people, hunting is their primary source of meat. It's difficult for someone who literally needs a tool to do his job or live his life to understand why someone thousands of miles away wants to ban that tool. When the city dweller doubles down and starts insulting you and using hyperbolic terms to describe your tool, it gets even worse. Absurd arguments like nobody needs a military-style weapon don't work when they're presented to someone who literally needs an AR-15. If a political party set out to ban those, they would lose the vote of carpenters if they tried to ban a saw. By taking an anti-gun stand, the Democratic Party has lost many rural voters. In fact, Democrats from red states usually have A ratings from the NRA because they have to so aggressively distance themselves from their party as a whole. Many urban Democrats have Fs because not only are they anti-gun, they're freaking hysterical and insulting about it. How about the second issue, the environment? This happens aggressively in the microcosm, which is California, but it's true nationally as well. Environmental regulations disproportionately affect certain groups of people. When emission laws raise the price and lower the performance of vehicles, it has no effect on people who don't own vehicles. It can absolutely be backbreaking for people who rely on vehicles to do their jobs, such as truckers and farmers. Those people are predominantly rural. rural. Things like crippling regulations on coal power don't affect urban people. They crush coal mining towns. Many of these regulations have a double whammy effect on rural people because not only are the regulations damaging, but the optics are even worse. Someone with no intention of owning a car who votes for higher gas taxes or tougher emission laws is like people who don't or have want kids voting for a kid tax. It's saying, this doesn't have an effect on my life, so screw it. And I don't give a damn about people. It does affect They need to change their ways for my convenience. Additionally, on a side note, many of us, and I'm speaking as a rural person now since I am one, think big city people complaining about smog are out of their freaking minds. If you care about clean air, live in the 95% of the country that's outside the city limits. If you choose to live right on top of millions of other people, stop complaining about the air quality. Wanting to live in a city and breathe clean air is like wanting to eat a large pizza a day and be thin. Pick one. 
You say clean air is a priority, but it's clearly a lower priority than things like having access to certain restaurants or being able to walk to entertainment venues. It is, however, a high priority priority to you than generic me being able to earn a living, i.e. port truckers don't want clean air rules to eat up their paycheck. I refer you to my previous comment about optics. You could basically go down a list of political issues of 2017 and make the same sort of judgments on anything listed. Rural values and Democrat values, they just don't align. But hey, that should be obvious to anyone with a map. The Democratic Party is party of the urbanite. Their values are urban values. Their positions are urban positions. And their concern for the issues and motivations of the rural person is zero. They're also incredibly condescending toward rural points of view from their leaders, clinging to guns and religion, to their voters, you're a racist homophobe. And they've planted their flag in a sense of urban superiority. When you share very few critical values with someone, it's difficult to get their vote. When you verbally abuse them, it's easy to get them to vote for anyone who isn't you, no matter who that may be. They're looking out for their own interests. Democratic proposals rarely include features that benefit or appeal to people from rural communities, nor does the Democratic Party typically try to appeal in the population in rural communities. Being that Democratic proposals typically involve some amount of increased governance, regulation, taxes, or spending, the only impact that rural communities may experience is an increased difficulty when dealing with the government. Rural communities get very little consideration due to their limited population size and the limited amount of cultural attention they receive regarding the problems they face. You wonder why they want to get rid of the Electoral College. Are you aware of the problems faced by the rural communities? When's the last time you heard their problems being discussed or being covered on a mainstream media source outside of Fox News? Yet, while we may never hear about their problems, they exist. And the continued lack of consideration is interpreted as complete disregard for their, dis- for their existence. These people are struggling, but they rarely get a spot at the table when it comes to the time to discuss political proposals. This perceived disregard is partially what fueled Trump's presidency. There's a large percentage of, co- of the country that feels forgotten, and Trump positioned himself as the candidate that would include them in the conversation. And while one could argue that democratic proposals do benefit rural communities from time to time, for instance, some would argue health care is such a case, what cannot be argued is that rural communities still feel left out and mostly burdened by government actions and changes. Rural communities are inclined to vote Republican because Republicans won't support the government changes that burden rural, rural populations, but rather by supporting limited government, decreased regulations, and lower taxes rural populations experience a reduction in burden imposed by the government. Lastly, we are not dumb. The entire reason for this show was because I received a question in my email box, and it stated, Matt, you are such a smart guy. Now we're about to hear why I'm not. How can you be a Republican? You look like a redneck, but you have the brains of a Democrat. You need to figure out who you really are. Now, I'm going to make this real clear. Conservatives are not dumb. They are the kindest and most forgiving people I have ever met. I have been to over 20 countries, studied with the brightest minds in retail in three Fortune 15 companies. 
I have worked in all facets of local government and studied in the rural town of Wyoming. I have drank under the stars of Texas, surfed the shores of California, watched the sun come up in Australia, and ran from its descent all the way back to Japan. I have seen the earth coming at me at 120 miles an hour and dove to the depths where my head wanted to explode. I have loved, I have lost, I have felt God's touch and also felt its vacancy from my life. And with all of that, I can tell you one thing for certain. There's nothing like the beauty and simplicity of country living. It gets a hold of you. It is a step closer to God than any other place on earth, and these people love unequivocally. They rise early and go to bed late. They are as much part of the earth as they are mortgaged to terra firma. These people have a way of seeing through charlatans and false prophets. They are hesitant with strangers, but move to trust faster than most. They have been subjected to your labels, your disdain, your lack of understanding, and most importantly, your lies that they are the party of the KKK and Jim Crow laws. We are the forgotten American, and we honestly have no problem with that. We rely on each other, like always. We will fend for ourselves. We have worked through the Great Depression, the Dust Bowl, tornadoes, fire, locusts, and wars, sowing the fields red with our brethren in our backyards. You won't understand us, you can't understand us, and that is your fault more than our own. Because we would cook you the finest meal and let you drink the moonshine that would make you feel the fires of Hades in your soul. But we are also something else. We are bull-riding, leather-hand roughnecks who do the work that you are too timid to do. We sow your stakes and plant your crops, we haul your lumber, and we manufacture your goods. We answer our nation's call during times of war and are the largest demographic to defend your freedoms. We are the forgotten Americans and we have accepted the title with pride. But we also have another side that only our closest understand. We will not be handled. We will not be insulted. We will not turn the other cheek forever. Because once we lock horns with the ones who are trying to trivialize and demean us, you will never muster enough grit to stop us from knocking your dicks in the dirt. I am a Republican, I am a redneck, I am a Christian, and I am not smart enough to be just a Democrat. I'm smart enough to know that only one party represents who I am. I'm on the right team because I like how we play the game more than the other side. Folks, that's it for me tonight. Please share and like my show. Thank you for watching. I will go out like I do every night with a Veteran Crisis Hotline. 1-800-273-8255-PRESS-1. Veterans are in need. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. PTS, traumatic brain injury, anxiety, depression are all very real. We are losing too many. It starts with a conversation. Please provide this number to a veteran. Have that conversation. If you can't reach out to me, I will pick it up any day of the week and help where I can. Last but not least, it's 100% anonymous. It will not affect their duty station, their rate, or if they're currently in the military. And if you are a civilian, you can call too. It's not only for veterans, it's for everyone. Mental health is important. Call them if you need them. Folks, thank you for joining me tomorrow for 281. I will not be having a whole bunch of live afterwards, but I'll say hello and then I'll probably sign off for the night. Please join me at 830 Eastern at all times, Monday through Friday. And remember, you can love me, you can hate me, you can agree, you can disagree. Just don't unfriend me. By the way, the final numbers are 777, which is kind of heavenly and go figure things like that happening are not by accident. Good night, everybody. God bless, and I will see you tomorrow.